what's up everyone welcome to the frequency podcast i'm your host frankie j lopez hope you're all doing well coming at you again with another edition before going into it please follow the podcast page and click the little bell for notifications we're on spotify we're on apple music and most places that you can get your podcasts before going into the review i'm going to start with some album suggestions this one in a similar genre as the one i'm reviewing today halsey's if i can't have love i want power Solid pop album, I think. Definitely the best Halsey project to date. Not even close for me, which surprised me quite a bit. Doesn't really get going for me until the second half, but that being said, I liked it. Not one I will return to that often, but if you're looking to see Halsey play with a bunch of different sounds that aren't typical for her and see her being a bit more thematic and focused with her songwriting, check this one out. Girl is a Gun and Darling are standout tracks for me. So the album of the day, Lord, Solar Power. A little bit about Lord, singer, songwriter, producer from New Zealand. Genres touch indie pop, electro pop, dream pop, and apparently folk music given the album today. Her debut album, Grammy Award winning Pure Heroine, came out in 2013 and took the world by storm. Great pop project, really great songwriting, focused on a lot of cultural topics including materialism and fame. Two things worth noting given the number one hit single that most people are familiar with, Royals, still a bop to this day. Her follow-up album, Melodrama, less popular, but a wonderful project in its own right. Loose concept album on Heartbreak. Went back and listened to it again just before this review, and yeah, fucking slaps. It's a really great project. Personally, I've always enjoyed Lord's music. I was really excited to get this new album. I wasn't crazy about the singles leading up to it, but, you know, went into it with an open mind since she's proven herself to be super versatile in the past. So, yeah, let's get into it. First track, The Path. Starts with this guitar and really beautiful strings. Worth noting, actually, that Jack Antonoff of Bleachers and Fun Fame helped write and produce this entire album. So shout out to him. As the hook comes in later, there's a cool drum groove and some sick bass guitar that becomes very apparent in the outro. Lyrically, Lord is painting this picture of feeling anxiety from her sudden fame. Lines like, teen millionaire having nightmares from the camera flash. That was a really good bar, I thought. She goes on to say in the chorus that if you're looking for a savior, well, that's not me, saying not to put her in this like position of being a leader and a savior simply because she's famous and she writes really good songs. She sings, we are all broken and sad with these like lovely vocals layering in the background. I interpret this as her feeling like not worthy in a way to be that role model since we're all sort of sad and broken inside, tearjerker. She also goes on to say in the chorus, I just hope the sun will show us the path, a theme of nature that she touches upon pretty often throughout this project. I view her saying this as she's guided by her spirituality, whatever that may look like to her. And she hopes, you know, others do the same as well. So for me, this is actually a really good opening track and a really great tone setter. The next song is the first single that came off the album, Solar Power. Starts with this like driving acoustic guitar with these sweet keys and bass guitar as the song progresses. Lord is singing about past sadness that she's experienced and being ready to embrace positivity and enjoy life. She's essentially telling the listener to embrace nature and the beauty that comes with it. She even refers to herself as a prettier Jesus, interpreting that as her putting us on into the spirituality that's driven by nature or the solar power, as she calls it. The outro is beautiful, very upbeat and positive, but it doesn't really reach the heights it should, I think. In a way, it's kind of underwhelming and doesn't make it as grand of a moment as I think she was going for. And honestly, the song itself is just okay. 
I'm happy that she embraces the beauty of nature and makes her feel happy and more positive, but it does come off a little bit preachy. And honestly, I just don't really need this white woman telling me that embracing nature and going outside is going to help me with my problems. Maybe that's not what she's going for, but you're going to get that kind of critique if you're literally going to compare yourself to Jesus. Next track, California. I like this one quite a bit, actually. Upbeat instrumental. Sounds like it's mostly driven by some piano. Dreamy and airy sounding at times. A rejection of the famous lifestyle. Kind of personifying California. Lord seems to have enjoyed California at first, or the Hollywood famous lifestyle that she was living, but then grew to resent it in a way. A bar, I don't miss the poison arrows aimed directly at my head. And another cool line, it got hard to grow up with your cool hand around my neck likely referring to the media circus and the stress that comes with the Hollywood lifestyle. And the chorus is super catchy. It's the, don't want that California love. And then the song with, uh, it's just a dream, I want to wake up, the classic trope of Hollywood being like a dreamlike state, and it isn't really connected to reality. So yeah, I enjoyed this one quite a bit too. The fourth song, Stoned at the Nails Along, probably my favorite song on the album, I would say. This is where the folk style really starts to take shape. I really love the concept and the chorus. Lord discussing how her life has been going at such a fast pace for a while that she feels the need to slow down and get back in touch with herself and into what her reality is. With the bar, but my hot blood's been burning for so many summers now, it's time for me to cool it down. She goes on to acknowledge that all good things do come to an end with really beautiful metaphors to accomplish that. She says things like, because all the beautiful girls, they will fade like the roses, and then later saying, because all the music at 16 you'll grow out of, both beautiful metaphors for how she's feeling. But even with that acknowledgement of things coming to an end and needing time for herself, she still kind of questions whether that's really what she wants and if she should keep chasing that fast-paced lifestyle. Lines like, but I wonder sometimes what I'm missing. And I feel this through her tone, even in the delivery of the chorus where she says, Maybe I'm just stoned at the nail salon again. Like, maybe I'm just high and I'm just thinking a little bit too hard about it and it's not that serious. But all in all, I think it's a beautiful song. Next, we have Fallen Fruit. Super folk rock vibes here. Acoustic guitar with some sweet electric guitar interludes throughout. Feels like a track speaking to a previous generation, discussing how they pretty much fuck shit up and have left us with the remains of their mistakes. I think given how nature is a theme of the album, we're speaking on climate change here, lines like, but how can I love what I know I am going to lose, gives that vibe. A cool metaphor I also like was the, you'll leave us dancing on the fallen fruit. A whimsical way of saying, you know, you left us here to die, essentially. It's a fine song. I don't love it. I don't hate it. And it gets boring by the time the final verse comes around. I agree with the sentiment to an extent. But I mean, let's be real, the ones who are really to blame for climate change aren't necessarily the entire generation that came before us, but the major corporations and governments who contributed heavily. And the song also kind of comes off a little bit preachy in a sense. From here on, we get a string of honestly generic and uninspired songs that genuinely just aren't that interesting to me. And they don't really do anything for me lyrically or instrumentally. Not that they're bad. But they're just like super average in comparison to what I would expect from an artist like Lord. Secrets from a Girl. Generic pop song about growing up, self-growth, self-love, and reflecting on her path there. But not much detail or interesting concepts that I can get out of it. The next song, The Man with the Axe, about a person she had a relationship with. And then as she grew older, she came to realize she doesn't know as much as she thinks she does. And in hindsight, should have known that this person wasn't the right person for her. Pretty generic song too. 
She doesn't really get us to know who that person is or get us to know what she grew up realizing and how she really came to realize it was a mistake. One bar I did like was, I should have known when your favorite record was the same as my father's, going on to say that that is a good identifier as to why this man let her down. The next song, Dominoes, a description of a person from Lord's past that seemed to change for the better. But there isn't much detail for me to really care about this person, you know? Like, why do they matter? Who were they? All I know about their old life is that they did a bunch of cocaine, which isn't necessarily a personality trait, you know? So why do I care that this person has changed? Why do I care that this person has a different lifestyle now? Like, why does it matter to you? The next song, Big Star. Uh, This song is actually an ode to Lord's dog, Pearl, who passed away in 2019, and how much she loved Pearl. I learned nothing outside of stuff that I'm sure everyone knows, like... Lord loved her pet. You're sad that your pet is gone. No real details on what made Pearl so special. Why did Pearl matter to you? What was Pearl's personality outside of, you know, just being a dog? Again, like kind of a nothing song. Nothing really going on here. Not a lot of detail. Not a lot of interesting things. And the instrumentals are just not that interesting as well. The next song, Leader of a New Regime. An incredibly short song describing a maybe distant, maybe not so distant future dystopia where climate change takes effect. Uh, And the second verse kind of begging for a leader to the new regime, quote unquote. Honestly, there's like no substance here. You keep telling us climate change is bad, but haven't really said anything on how to help it or stop it or really anything substantive in the slightest. I don't even need that. I just need you to at least describe the dystopia. What is so bad about it? Why do we need a new leader? There's a Father John Misty song on his album Pure Comedy called Things It Would Have Been Nice to Know Before the Revolution that does this concept so much more justice where he kind of describes dystopia in like of great detail and it does allude to the fact that it was caused by climate change. The next song, Mood Ring. This song is meant to be satire, I think, where the character she's singing about appears to be looking for ways to feel better. So he or she leans into these fads that are mostly inspired by indigenous cultures and essentially culturally appropriating them. These people and this particular character is using, you know, these techniques like sage and meditations and crystals, etc., to help themselves stay connected to spirituality in this world. But Lord's satire delivery implies that she believes like this is purposeless and they really aren't doing much to help themselves. In my opinion, by making this song, you know, satire, she's inadvertently making fun of the culture in a way. Like the messaging kind of feels like, hey, people stop appropriating this culture. It's not going to do anything for you instead of, hey, white people, stop appropriating this culture and pretending that it's your own and start respecting the origins that it comes from. Because at the end of the day, it's hard to make a comment on someone's spiritual beliefs if they genuinely believe in those things. I mean, wasn't Lord just talking about being all connected to nature and shit like five songs ago on this very album? In a way, aren't you kind of believing in a culturally indigenous sentiment as well? I think the attempt is there. The delivery just wasn't it for me. And the last song, Oceanic Feeling. Long-winded and boring. I like the way the instrumental builds with the drums and the bass guitar and a really cool vocal performance on the back end, but... You know, the lyrics are just her describing family, New Zealand life, etc. And it doesn't really do much for me. It's not that interesting. So yeah, that's the whole project. Favorite tracks, The Path, California, Stoned at the Nail Salon, and that's really it. On the tier list of A to F, I stopped doing the S thing. You know, if something's a classic, I'll just say it's a classic. This is a C for me. Solid start, but just a bunch of average songs that aren't topically interesting or just kind of annoying at times and... Not that instrumentally interesting either. Kind of a disappointment, given how good her previous projects were. But 
I'm sure she'll come back better than ever next time. Words of wisdom before logging off. I like to leave my listeners with some words of wisdom, usually from our album of the day. Not my favorite song, but this sentiment is beautiful on Secrets from a Girl. Everybody wants the best for you, but you've got to want it for yourself, my love. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed listening. Check out my other reviews. Follow, subscribe. Catch you later.